Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. The other um, side effect that used to be our major concern, the thing that most likely a woman would die from in an IVF cycle was something called ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, where as we stimulate the ovary to produce lots and lots of eggs, there are those women that produce mega amounts of eggs, like 20 plus. And those women undergo a hormonal change because of the high levels of the hormones and the and um, the HCG injection we give to, to mature the eggs. That combination produces changes in the vascularity of the, the blood vessels and they become leaky and fluid flows into the uterus and in, in, sorry, into the abdominal cavity and into the lungs and can cause this hyperstimulation syndrome, can end up with respiratory problems and uh, thrombosis, even blood clots in the brain, and lead to, uh, to deaths. Now, in Australia, to my knowledge, there have been no deaths from hyperstimulation syndrome, but been, there are some women who have been handicapped for life because of it. But the big positive is that in the last five years in Australia, the number of women requiring hospitalisation for hyperstimulation has more than half gone down. And that's because we now have regimes of drug treatment for IVF, which avoids hyperstimulation syndrome. A decade ago, something like 1,500 women a year were being admitted to hospital with hyperstimulation syndrome. Today, it's less than 600. So it's been a major advance. And and in terms of safety for women and their IVF cycles, it has uh, changed the world. And it's all about the trigger injection, the, the injection given to mature the eggs prior to their being uh, collected. If you use HCG, which was the old method of doing things, you run that risk of hyperstimulation syndrome. If you use the, the agonist trigger, it's called agonist trigger, it eliminates uh, hyperstimulation syndrome, even in women at high risk. It does have one downside in that you cannot replace the embryos in that cycle. You've got to freeze them all and put them back in the following cycle. It delays things by about 21 days. So it's certainly not the end of the world, but what it does do is keep you out of hospital. Now, that use of that and that agonist trigger can only happen if you've used a short cycle. So doctors that continue to use the old-fashioned long protocol won't be able to avoid hyperstimulation. And indeed, most of the cycles now where women end up in hospital with hyperstimulation are because their specialist is using the old-fashioned old-fashioned technique of long down regulation. I suppose the other downside is that is, is the psychological issues. And, and certainly going through an IVF cycle and failing is a very psychologically demanding situation where we 
build you up to believe that you're the one that's going to get pregnant and then the period comes or your HCG result comes back and it's it's low and you're not pregnant after all that build-up over the previous month all being positive we've got eggs we've got embryos we've put the embryo back and then you're not pregnant and that psychological toll is one of the major reasons why couples don't go on with IVF treatment but handling that failure is quite difficult all clinics have have to have a counselling process available to patients. Um, a lot of patients don't avail themselves on that, and they should, um, because it does support you through that up and down that comes with the roller coaster ride uh, of IVF. So I hope that covers all <laughs> all the issues that, that can go become a problem uh, or not. And the, the not is the main thing because mostly, by far, the vast majority of cycles go through without any major problems. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 111 483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 